Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Ben Davis in the chair for Patton Heels all this week. And we have a special guest joining me today. And if I can twist his arm, I'll be in tomorrow. I speak none other than the magician himself, Dane Zorko. <laughs> Zorks, happy Wednesday to you. Good morning, Ben, the magician. You fit me with that four past six in a Wednesday morning. But hey, it's great to be here. Wait, what, you don't like that nickname? No, it's great. Just didn't think you'd use magician so early. <laughs> well, here's one for you early, straight off the bat. Cameron Bancroft should be Australia's next opener. 13 13 55 0467736736. That is the Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line. It is open to you. Prizes galore today, Zorks. We've got the Signet Power Bank to give away and $100 voucher to Gazman. So if you don't spend it on yourself, you can stick it underneath the tree. Cameron Bancroft, let's go straight off the top yep. here because there is a shootout today starting in Canberra for the next four days. Pakistan and the Prime Prime Minister's 11, pa- Cameron Bancroft will be opening for the PM's 11 alongside Marcus Harris. And then, Ooh. and then, and then who? Matthew Renshaw will be coming to the crease. Whether he bats at three, whether he bats a bit further down, but Cameron Bancroft will be opening. It pains me to say this as a Queenslander because I, I want Matthew Renshaw back in the test team. But when you look at the numbers, you yep. cannot go past Cameron Bancroft. Last year, the leading run scorer in Sheffield Shield, 945, so just under 1,000, mm-hmm. not bad, and an average of 59. This year, he scored 512. He's, again, the leading run scorer in Shields, averaging 56. It's it's a compelling case, and you want Shields cricket to count. You do. You do. But what about the skipper? Is he a chance? Uh, Nathan McSweeney. Yeah. I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see the young fella there too. But he's going all right. He's going all right. But is he's, he captain? He's doing something right. <laughs> well, that's what I asked him. I said, you know, as a captain, you've got Cameron Green coming back to play for you, Test player, to yeah. try and force his way back into the Test side. Mm-hmm. You, you've got. Well, you did have Michael Nisa at one stage, not playing the PM's eleven. We'll get into that because he could be lining up at the Gabba tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Uh, you've got. Harris, you've got Renshaw, you've got Bancroft, so all Test players, and he's their captain. That's a it's a big honour. But he said, "Hang on, I, I know where I sit in the pecking order." Excuse my ignorance, but is Will Pukowski completely ruled out of this conversation? Are we saying that he's absolutely no chance of? No, well, he he's just he's just got to get some runs and yep. I guess miles in his legs. He's got to spend some time in the middle. So maybe maybe next season, I would not rule him out entirely, but I think let's let him play a season of Shield cricket first. Yeah, probably. Yep. But he was, I mean, he was there, wasn't he? What, 18 months ago? 24 months ago he was there? He was and, our opener? Yeah, well, and he, and, but oh, actually it was longer than that. It was before COVID, Will Pukowski. Yeah, before he, and then he did his shoulder. Shoulder, yeah. That's right. Mm. Um, I shouldn't be struck out of the conversation, but right now, because we know David Warner uh, wants to go out Wants to go out <laughs> on his terms at after the New Year's test, so at the SCG, on his home ground. Uh, there's another thing. Do you ever get to say when you should be farewelling? Do you get to put your hand up and call time when you're a sportsman, Dane Zorko? Oh, yes. When you've done what he've done, he's done for 
our country over the last, what, 15 years, 16 years. He's been an unbelievable um, player for us as a nation. So, yeah, look, I understand there's a fair bit of arguments going around at the moment, should you be able to do it. But I think for someone that's done what he's done for our game and contributed so largely um, into the success that we've had, not only at the Ashes, but also World Cups, T20 World Cups, uh, I say yes. He can go out in his own terms. David Warner should be afforded the New Year's farewell going out on his terms. 13-13-55, uh, 0467-736, the Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line is open to you. Zorks, we have a stacked show today. Uh, trouble and Paradise is our theme because the Trouble and Paradise, we live in paradise, mm. we play in paradise, well... You play in paradise at the Gabba, and there is some froth and bubble going on uh, at, uh, at at Vulture Street because we know there is an absolute. I had to check my words there. Fight going on between <laughs> AFL cricket, the state government. Where are we going to play? We'll get your thoughts on that. You're here in the studio, the People's Champ Usman Kawaja after eight o'clock today, and a man that you know quite well because he shares your home. Uh, the AFLW coach Craig Starsevich is he is he Queensland's best coach right now? And if he's not, he's got to be in the grand final with Dean Boxall. I, I, I would have thought he's definitely in the conversation. There's no doubt about that. What's he five five grand finals in the last six years? I think um, it's only once they haven't made the prelims. It's for the Lions, phenomenal. For the um, and you could just see, and I'll ask him about it when he comes on a little bit later. Just the excitement and. He holds in his emotions, and then when he knew they'd had it won, his outburst on the sidelines was just unbelievable. And um, there was a fair bit said about them not being able to win a, a, another grand final. They've been so close uh, a number of times, um, but you could just see there was a massive relief in that group when they got that result on Sunday. And uh, we'll ask him about it. We'll catch up with him and... Um, he certainly has to be in that conversation alongside Dean Boxall. Yeah, he does. Uh, Craig Stasevich coming up after 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Uh, Max jumping straight on the text line. Thank you for this. What's the point of having Shield games and form if it doesn't matter? It sends a terrible message to everyone trying to force their way into the team. Max, bang on. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a great record as a test opener. But so many of the Aussie greats had poor starts to their career. Give him another shot. Renshaw, a close section, uh, second. Yeah, he's got a – we were talking about it off air, weren't we? I mean, he's, if, you're not, if you're making runs in shield and you're not then getting selected for the Australian side, it's like, what's the point? Why, yeah. why bother? So, yeah, I mean, Bancroft, he's done it for two seasons now. He's, he's been a dominant run scorer in two seasons. Uh, he's been in that arena before. He's done, ex- he's, he's done well in that arena before. Um, Elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. Yeah, that is the concern, isn't it? I mean, that. Yeah. Sandpaper the sandpaper gate, gate is, and, and is a he, big issue. And he was the one with the sandpaper in his hand. So have we forgiven Cameron Bancroft for that? Was he the patsy? Was he the young bloke just trying to make his way in the test team, doing what senior players may have lent on him to as a suggestion to do? I'm choosing my words carefully here. You've been in a team environment, Zorks. Yeah. <laughs> There's trying to fit in, there's trying to do the right thing, but then there's also the individual responsibility of like, hang on, th- this isn't right. Yeah, is it? yeah, absolutely. Um, but I have no doubt that he's learnt his lessons from that um, and he's definitely, 
he's clearly put that beside him mm. um, with the results and what he's been able to achieve over the last 36 months. Um, so, yeah, I think he's learned his lessons. He's in form. Being in form in an Australian summer is a very important thing to be uh, doing, and he's certainly that at the moment. And even in all forms, he's not just making runs in shield. I mean, in his 2020 performances over the last couple of years as well in the Big Bash, he's been exceptional at the top of the order for WA, uh, for the Scorchers. So, um, yeah, I think he he probably holds the ace at the moment, but there's I think we've actually got a nice selection of who we can actually bring in. Um, there's a bit of youth there um, with guys like Mick Sweeney, maybe Will Pekowski, but then you've got Renshaw and, and Bancroft that have got experience in that arena. Um, they could come in and, and fit in nicely. As a Queenslander, I'd love to see Renshaw there, but as someone who went into bat for Matt the Bat, for we all did, didn't we, during yeah. the 90s and the early 2000s, saying, hang on, if he's scoring a 1,000 runs in a summer during Shield, how is he not playing for Australia? We can't turn around and not say the same for Cameron Bancroft right now. Uh, but have you forgiven him for Sandpaper Gate? I mean, we've forgiven Warner and Smith, right? Right? Oh, I have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Uh, Craig Starsevich, I reckon he's got the key right, Zorks, because he spends his summers here. Well, I wasn't sure if you knew about that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he has – well, actually, I don't know if he's oh, – he wouldn't have dual citizenship, but he resides – in Switzerland for half of the year because that's where his wife works Correct. and escapes from footy. I mean, you've just tried to get away for a couple of months and mm. what a couple of months you've had. This is that nice little segue into let's catch up with uh, the world, wide world, world of Dane Zorko. Um, <laughs> Craig Starsevich <laughs> spends half the year in Switzerland. So that is the furthest away from AFL you could find. So he can switch off. He can get away. You have had a very busy couple of months since the grand final. You got away. Uh, you got married. Congratulations. Well done. Yes, thank you, yes. Benny. Yeah, we spoke. Is that where we say, yeah, congratulations. Of course you do. You're getting married, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you've done it. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, well, the kids are along. They're in school and, oh, we'll get married. Yeah, no, that's that. That's, that's fair. That's it. Um, weddings, honeymoon, and, mate, you're looking good, so you've still got that wedding shred going heading into, <laughs> heading into pre-season. <laughs> yeah, well, late, uh, the back end of the season, actually, I said to our um, head of strength and conditioning, I've got to start getting the wedding body right because naturally in the season you actually do put a few more kilos on you can't train as much um actually helps with recovery and you know the hits and that you cop every weekend so i ended up finishing pre-season at about 72 kilos last year um and then i was able to put on three or four kilos through the season so i said to our head coach i said wedding's coming up our, our head strength and conditioning coach wedding's coming up i've got to start getting the shred on can you put a few things in the program to to make sure I'm looking my peak uh, for uh, late in October. And, uh, yeah, we were able to uh, strip what we needed to strip and, and look uh, great for our day. We had a fantastic day. Um, friends, family, just everything rolled perfectly, mate. It was it was stunning. And then, yeah, we had, we trekked off to the Maldives, which I think that's probably where most people head now. Uh, honeymoon destination. Yeah, which was, yeah, it was stunning. It was unbelievable. No kids, which was another bonus. <laughs> Um, Do they allow kids in the Maldives? I don't know. No, they, believe it or not, there was quite a few. I was surprised to see how many families were actually there. Uh, however, yeah, we went there for, you know, six nights and that was that was stunning. It was great to get away. What was your fighting weight, wedding day? Uh, oh, 
I've been nervous for grand final for the grand final. I've been nervous for finals, prelims, everything like that. I haven't been to the toilet that many times in my life. I don't reckon. So, <laughs> so you reckon you're shredding oh, even more? Oh, I dropped drop plenty the day of the wedding. <laughs> really? So, the, so the wedding? You were nervous for the wedding? I just wanted everything to go so smoothly, um, and it did. It was absolutely perfect. Like Brilliant. it was perfect. But uh, yeah, I certainly. Yeah, made a few trips to the porcelain bowl. That, right. That day. Okay. See, for for me, and, I, and I've always said this to well anyone who cares to listen. For us, it's the engagement, right? The proposal. That was tough too. That's the toughest thing we'll ever have to do. One because you, well, you should ask Dad if he's still yeah. in the picture. To hey, can that that's tough. That was tough. But then setting up the proposal, getting that right, because that's on us, right? Like we have every say in that. You try and keep it. It's almost your only job, isn't it? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's your only it's, job. It's and if you can't job. get that right, and and it's a 50 50. At best. Yes absolutely. Yes no. So that's where that's where oh. the, the, the shredding and the stomach is churning. You wedding, always think you're home, day, but you're not. <laughs> no. But after that, what yeah. do you got to do? Yeah. I mean, you nod and agree and say, yeah, no, perfect, dear. Oh, that's, uh, uh, yeah, let's do that on the day. Yeah. Because the moment you throw a suggestion in. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, like it, doesn't, I gonna... it doesn't count, right? Look, I know we're going to get to the news, but on, <laughs> on, the, on the morning of the wedding, like we just wanted to quickly go through a few of our dancers because we had a couple of dancers lined up for the guests. And, <laughs> really? And Tal's being the perfectionist she is, wanted to add a couple more moves in. And I, I'm thinking to myself, what are you doing? We can't, like, you just can't be doing this. Why? And I feel pretty confident on the dance floor, don't get me wrong. But my goodness, and then we had a little bit of a, a, a bit of a tiff because I was like, let's just stick to what we know here. Come on. Like, we're four hours out from, you know, walking down the aisle and you're changing these sort of – so anyway. That'd be like Fags ringing you in the morning of, of grand final going, hey, you know You're playing full back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> don't disagree with the coach and don't disagree with the wife. Exactly. So – we went away, a couple of minutes apart. I said, right, let's just have one more go at them. Mm. With your new added moves, we nailed it, surprisingly, which – but then I was just like the anxiety of, all right, I've got to get to the aisle, which was no problems. It was only about 45 metres from my room, but I still had to get there. <laughs> um, yeah. But as it turned out, everything went swimmingly well, like just unreal. So good. So, But, uh, yeah, the, the five, six hours leading up was – and I'd love how you're sitting here thinking you even had a say in this. Like you actually thought you were contributing, right? Like we're passengers on the day. We are passengers. Let's bring in Vanessa here because you're, you're, standing, here, fun. you're standing here laughing, <laughs> nodding, going, what are you boys talking about? Because you really don't have a say whatsoever. Yeah. If she wanted to do, if Taz wanted to bring in 20 different dance moves, you're learning 21, mm. right? Like oh, that's. 100%. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. You do have another contribution for the day, the credit card. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that is fair. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's yeah. got their role. Yeah, uh, we just sit here and quietly. <laughs> oh. Yep. Uh, at eighteen minutes past six. A very good morning to you. Okay. <laughs> good what morning. Is, what is making news right. this hour? Look, on a more serious note, we've been keeping an eye on the weather up north, and uh, confirmation now that first cyclone of the season has formed in the Pacific. It's called Tropical Cyclone Jasper. It's currently a slow-moving Category One, but it is expected to intensify through today as it tracks through the Coral Sea. Uh, meteorologists are saying
saying it could become as high as a Category 4 on Friday and could make landfall somewhere between Townsville and Mackay early next week, but just keeping a close eye on what happens there. Now, Australia Post has had to shift its priorities because of a huge drop in the number of letters that we now send. When was the last time anyone sent a card or a letter? Mm. Mm. Never. Quite a while. Yeah. Never. Okay. But, but because of that, you want to do it. Right, to, to, yeah. to, it's almost, well, it shows you're making effort and care and old school. I, I like it. Exactly. But, but when have we got the time to but do it? You send a text, don't you? Exactly, but it's nowhere near the same. But look, the uh, Australia Post are trialling just delivering letters every second day because there has been a huge boost in the number of parcels being delivered, half Mm. a billion parcels in the last financial year in Australia. So that's obviously the focus, and they're saying when they do letters every second day, they can deliver 20% more parcels. So Half a billion? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I I reckon a million of them have been delivered to our place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) up to Christmas. I know. Oh, dear. Yeah, Yeah. Kids, kids, especially when they discover the Amazon app, right? And they have their own jobs now and they're just like, what is this turning up? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And uh, travel giant Booking.com has released its list of the world's top trending tourist destinations for 2024. There's plenty of international locations on the list like Portland, Oregon, Merida in Mexico, Buenos Aires, Rotorua, and a Queensland destination made the top ten. And it was Cairns. Cairns. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, that yeah. has become very popular internationally. Wow. I, I, I want to take you back to the Great top Barrier of the... Reef would probably, yeah, yes, for that exactly. reason. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, Portland, Oregon. Mm. What's there? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. I've never been there. Well, how's that on the. <laughs> uh, Matt's not. Okay, now everyone's <laughs> nodding, going, yeah, Portland. It's like, oh, what? They, they play, bar, they play, they, there's yeah, a basketball, basketball team. There, yeah. yeah. Oregon Ducks, the yeah. big college. They all going to college, are they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hang with the World Athletics Championships were there because, um, yeah. Uh, well, how many are going uh, to not, that? Not, no, not hang too on, many. No, no Nike's <laughs> headquarters. Nike headquarters. That would Portland, Oregon. Okay. Surely that's not the top of the list of well, going to Portland, Oregon. What no, else is there? I don't know. Maybe LeBron know. was there. Anyway, Michael Jordan could have been there one day. Don't dispute the stats. Hands, Great Barrier Reef, Portland, yep. Nike shoes, sure. <laughs> uh, thirteen, thirteen, fifty. Vanessa, thank you. Thank you. We'll, we'll see or hear from you uh, in the next fifteen minutes. Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five. Oh four six seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, we can talk holiday destinations. We can talk weddings, but we will be talking sport after this. We'll hear from Mitchell Johnson. The fallout, the trouble, and paradise between former Test teammates. Uh, the Titans have copped an injury blow, and how are you consuming sport? these days. Yesterday, I told you about Amazon Prime being the host broadcaster for all international matches, ICC World Cups, Test World Championships Australia. If they're playing in a match overseas under the ICC banner, you're going to have to stream it on Amazon Prime. I think this is a game changer. I I know we have so many streaming platforms now, but is this the dawn of a new future? Streaming on how many different apps? 131355-0467-736-736. Uh, breakfast with Ben Davis and Dane Zorko this morning here on SENQ 22 minutes past six.